my name is Comfort or Confizor. I'm listening to Dream City on Unlag Radio 103.1 FM every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dream City is where fun lives, where lives are transformed, where lives are actualized. Cause the world will never see you till you do No, they don't really care what you're going through So you gotta show them, baby You gotta show them the real you Yes, you have to show them the real you and um, <laughs> it's still comfort and this dial and it's Dream City on Lag Radio 103.1 FM. For those of you that have been following our social media handles at Young Seriva, you know that we are having someone, um, so a great personality, yeah, let me use the word, <laughs> we're having someone in the studio and he's here already. So it's our interview segment and today we are talking to one amazing man but before we go into that interview i'll quickly take his profile let's 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 know let's have a little um background to the person we are interviewing today so our guest is a tech entrepreneur and the co-founder and ceo of printivo an online printing company that is redefining the printing industry and landscape in nigeria he is a graduate of applied mathematics from the laduke akintola university of technology lautech or your state he has received certifications from the advertising practitioners council of nigeria chartered institute of marketing simon page business school university of the arts london and digital marketing institute in advertising marketing and digital marketing respectively our guest has always been an entrepreneur right from his post-secondary education starting at an early age of 16 years from selling handmade cards to branding t-shirts and moving on to setting up his own startup enterprise he has also built an advert agency and is a well-known personality in the print industry in Nigeria. He is happily married with a kid. So listeners at home, join me as I welcome Oluyomi Ojo, the co-founder and CEO of Printivo. Welcome to the show! Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Welcome to the show. So, um, it's an honor to have you on the show today. Anyways, so you were, you were already making money at 16 years old. Let's start from there. How did that go? Um, <laughs> because so, I know I have a lot of 16 years old listening to me right now. So let's start um, from there. Okay, I'll say 17. Okay, 17. Um, so for me, it was as out of necessity. Okay. Um, I come from a family where when you leave secondary school, you don't stay at home. Okay. Like, it's 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 not a written rule, but it's mm. a rule that is there. So once you leave secondary school, the, the transition period between your dro dropping your pen after mm. your SSC and mm. actually getting admission into the university is never, I mean, you will never spend it. At home. At, at home, exactly. <laughs> or I do. <laughs> or I do. It's 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 a rule, even though it, it wasn't written. Okay. So and I I, I guess that in a way influenced um, my actions as a teenager. Okay. And, I mean, which is it's the same thing with my siblings, mm. right? They all worked somewhere, tried to do a business mm. at that age, right? We all got our hands into into something. Okay. You know? Wow, interesting. So, who were you listening to at that time? You know, what inspired your business at um, that age? So, I read a lot of books okay. back then. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I always find those things as privilege. Today, I see them as privileges. Okay. Because um, at the age of 
16. Mm. I mean, I read a lot of books that people that were in their 20s and their 30s, mm. um, they were not really exposed to. Okay. I had, I mean, I, I'm the last one of, in, my, in, in my family, okay. right? so I'm the mm. youngest of the siblings. All right. And all my, you know, brothers and sisters had books in the house. So there's always one book or the other to read to about read. business, motivation, <laughs> and, and, and all that. And in a way, it shaped... It shaped um, who who I was becoming as as a young mm. um, young person. Yeah. So for me, I I see those things as as privileges. Yeah. Okay. So at that time, were you clear on what you wanted to do, on what you would love to become? Um, to be very to be very candid, I knew where I wanted to be. Okay. Yes, I I I just knew that I would be in the creative industry. Mm-hmm doing something unique but there were no clear road paths to those things and which is one of the things i tell people you don't need to see the road path to where you are headed okay. before you eat um the road as long as you know okay this is where i want to end right mm. just keep taking every day um as it comes and keep putting your best um your best into it okay let me take you back you said you want you knew you wanted to do creative you yeah i knew i would be a creative person okay so why did you what what took you to apply applied mathematics? mathematics. <laughs> so it's 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 a question I get asked a lot. Okay. Um, I wanted to study computer science. Okay. Because then I was like, okay, I'll go into animation at some point in time. Mm. So I need I need to study computer science. Okay. Which is not a decision that today would make sense, right? <laughs> so I applied. I mean, I I wrote jam and I chose OAU. I wanted to study computer science. Mm. And because the university was oversubscribed around that time, I got 205 my first jam, oh. and I, I wasn't admitted. Mm. So I went back and wrote another one. And you know, turns out that there was ASU strike and Wala in OAU, and mm. OAU had to match two sets. Wow. And then they raised the cutoff po- point mm. at, at two, 280. Wow. So I scored 256, <laughs> and OAU still did not admit me. Now I'd spent two years at home. At home, <laughs> and I had LaTeX as my second choice. Okay. And I also chose computer science in LaTeX. So mm-hmm. OAU did not admit me, and my name came out in LaTeX. Applied wow. math. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take I'm it. Just <laughs> gonna start so I I went to LaTeX mm-hmm. and did my first year, and the plan was to switch to computer science. But after the first year, I was like, you know what? Let me just continue. Let me just continue and and and, and put this through, and eventually. We'll I'll find my path later. Later, yeah, mm. which is exactly what what happened. Yes, because there are a lot of mm. um, certifications. I mean, there's always what you apply for. You, yes, you and what you are giving. Better, there's always what you're giving, and probably some of us are just lucky. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's not new. Yeah, it has always been like, like that. that. Mm. It's been like that for a very long time. Well, maybe not always been like that, but it's been like that for a very long time. Long time. So when I see people complain about it today, I'm like, you know, it happened it, to it me. It has been like that. So we just, it's not right, mm. but it's a case of demand versus supply. Supply, yeah. Yeah, we need to use demand and supply code to explain yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to our listeners at home, we are talking business relevance in 2019 with Oluyo Miyojo. He is the co-founder and CEO of Printivo. Uh, Printivo. Printivo is an online printing company. I'm sure you know about them. I'm sure you've heard about them. So the numbers to call, if you have questions at any point in time, you can call in 0129-11031-0813-038749-080209-3638. Those are the numbers to call in to be part of our interview. 
segment. So, but before then, we have something from MTN. MTN has an offer for us this morning. So let's hear what they have to tell us this morning. I have got great news for everyone listening. And it's about how to turn things up everywhere you go. The most affordable smartphone is now available on Jumia. It's the MTN smartphone for only 8,000 Naira with front and back cameras, six months free data bonus of 500 MB, dual SIM, long battery life, YouTube, WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, Google Maps, and Google Assistant. That's a whole lot to offer for a smartphone that is just 8,000 Naira. That's a big deal right there. I know, when, I know one when I see it. You should go get yours as soon as possible. The MTN smartphone is now available on the Jumia website. Go get it. Go get it to turn things up everywhere you go. Of course, go get it to turn things up everywhere you go. So it's still the Dream City um, interview segment, and I have my guest with me, and we're talking business relevance in 2019. So let's let's take it a step at a time. Um, let, let me ask you, are you really surprised? Are you surprised at the way technology is going um, at the moment, the rate and the pace at which it is going? Are you surprised at all? I'm not surprised. Okay. Yeah. Why? So the patterns have always been there. Okay. That certain um, industries are going to like go mainstream. Okay. And again, we talk we talked about demand versus versus supply. supply. Mankind will always look for convenient ways to do things, mm. right? So mm. things like robotics, AI, like all the technological advancement that we are seeing today. Okay. Um, it's actually going to get bigger than this. Mm. We've not even started. We've not scratched it. Big data, you know, artificial intelligence, all this. It. We've not scratched it. Mm. So, I'm not surprised at all. I would have been probably much more surprised if we are not seeing all of this, uh, all of this mm. uh, today. Yeah. We've not scratched it. Okay, oh, we've not scratched it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's, you know, gradually go into the core of the topic. Let's start with how you think one can gradually or continually evolve um, at a pace that keeps you ahead in your business? Okay. Um, the first thing is that for me, I see in people's interaction with technology, okay. right, mm. in two ways. You are either a creator mm. or you are an end user. And whether you like it or not, in today's world, you have to belong to either of these two. So as a business owner, mm. today, irrespective of what, with whatever kind of business you do, as a business owner, if you are not creating technology, mm. whether you like it or not, you would eventually have to be using um, technology. Technology, and mm. and you see, one of our greatest mistake is that we look at technology as something very advanced, something very complicated, something very sophisticated, something that you probably have to go to school to figure it out. Mm. Meanwhile, every single day of our lives as, as business owners, even if it's a very small business, you're actually interacting with technology and using technology. And your competition mm. has figured out how to use that basic technology that you see as, oh, it's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. For example, WhatsApp. There are some small business owners that are king and queens of WhatsApp. And I can tell you, they figured WhatsApp out in a way that they use it to scale their businesses. Mm. Right? There are barbers who have figured out how to use WhatsApp to ensure that their, their customers don't go elsewhere. Mm. So the same broadcast on Friday, knowing that Saturday, Saturday is where you're going to mm. take the barbing decision. And they send it on Friday to say what's up and everything. We have discount, we have that. 
when you go to their barber shops, they'll take your number and they'll just add you to, the, to, their, WhatsApp to, to, to their WhatsApp list. You see, little things like that, okay. like they, they, they go a long way. Mm. For example, my, I mean, it, almost all the artisans that I use now use WhatsApp to communicate with me. And it's mm. funny, it wasn't me that started using WhatsApp to communicate with them. Mm. It was these guys that started getting across to me mm-hmm. on whatsapp so think of think of it that you you, are, you, are, you have a mechanic working your, on your car mm-hmm. and then the next thing he's doing is he takes a picture to say oh this is how far i've gone i've gone and the first thing you ask yourself was like wait Who did, this guy didn't go to school and this i mean this was like years mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. today it's a norm almost all the you know, merchants in Lagos Island, they create the water. Mm. They use WhatsApp to interact. Everybody I have suppliers in, in, you know, on Lagos Island, people who don't know anything, people who didn't go to school, they will use WhatsApp to track you. They will sort of <laughs> the, when they want to send you invoice and you're not there, they will take a picture of the invoice and, and use WhatsApp to send WhatsApp. you. Shop, shop. Things as simple as that. Mm. Business will eventually evolve in such a way that if you don't use technology, it will be extremely difficult for you to measure. Mm. Mm. And we are getting close to that point. Yeah. You know, yeah. In, yeah. Okay. All right. So you mentioned um, um, competitors. So in the course of my research, you know, for today's show, I read somewhere that too much um, that too much focus shouldn't be given to the competitors, but to the customers. You know, what's your take on this? Um. So here's the thing. Okay. When you set out your business in the beginning, you mm. didn't set out the business to compete mm. at the core of your setup you had something in mind to serve certain class of customers yeah. so that should be your first focus mm. how do you make these people happy how do you give them what they want at the price they can pay for that also you know is profitable to, to you, them to, to you. you and finally how do you keep them coming back right your business dies they business die not because they run out of money mm. but because they run out of customers now once that is figured out, there is little you should commit to the competition. However, you should not ignore the competition. Okay. One of the things I tell you know people is that if the competition is who you are looking at to make your decisions, then you are way behind. Mm. Mm. Right. You should be doing things as a business that the competitions are not thinking about. So if every every day you wake up as a business owner, the next thing you are thinking of is, oh, this is our competition. What are they doing? Mm. What are they thinking? You are already behind right so your focus should be on the customer your focus should be on how do i make my service right so sticky hmm. that my customers you keep coming back don't go away hmm. right because people are ready to part away with their money if you are ready to give them the value they want hmm. right at the price they can pay for so if you are if you if you fix those problems there's little you need to worry about the, the, the competition however you should not ignore the competition, the competition mm. right because i mean you need to see the patterns that is happening in your industry but focusing on the co- on the competition as a business owner mm. is detrimental to your business interesting yeah. <laughs> okay but do you think that the average um small business owner in nigeria is prepared for change now i'm talking about average i'm talking about the young lady selling wavens or wigs i'm talking about the guy trying to fix people's generator in the neighborhood i'm talking about the barber on my street i'm talking about the average business owner um so let me be a little bit bit truthful okay um the average nigerian business small business owner mm. is 
eons behind his or her counterparts mm-hmm. in other developed env- environments. Mm-hmm. And it's not because people are not serious. It's not because uh, people don't want to be. It's because it is what it is. Okay. For example, as a business owner in Nigeria, you worry about a lot of things that you should not have to worry about. Mm. You are worrying about area boys. You are worrying about oh, how do you start your generator? You are worrying about you have a logistic mm. guy. He will eat the road and he will call you that local government people have stopped him mm. somewhere, mm. right? You have your consignment that you need to come in from, take for example, or your state to Lagos State okay. and it's the road. And you've done your math. It should take six hours for this thing to get to Lagos. And then it gets on Lagos about the expressway and then the magic starts and the guy doesn't get to Lagos till the next day. Hmm. So you have Yeah, we know have, the magic, right? Exactly. You have fruits <laughs> and all those things on, on board and yeah. those things can't get to Lagos on time and hmm. by the time they are in Lagos. They are spoiled. Exactly. So there are too many things that you spend your time doing hmm. that are actually not core things that are relevant to the business itself. Things you never should have bothered about. Bothered about. So that is one. The second one also is that a lot of businesses here, and I'll, I'll say this, they were founded out of desperation. Mm. People start business because they say, I can get a job, not because um, I actually want to build a business, mm. right? So mm. it is businesses found to meet needs, not businesses found because this is what I actually want to do. And those things are very, very, um, they are important drivers of how committed mm. and how fast businesses would go. However, from my point of view and from patterns we've seen mm. and from data we have, Nigerian businesses are stepping up. Okay. Um, Nigerian small businesses are they are taking into consciousness a lot of things. For example, things like numbers, things like finance, things like taxes, things mm. like branding. An average Nigerian business owner in I mean, years from now, I won't really care about the brand that much. They're just yeah. like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just make mm. money. But now, we find a lot of small business owners, most importantly, women, right? Okay, Fantastic women. Fantastic entrepreneurs, I have to say. Wow. Fantastic entrepreneurs, I have to say. And I'm mm. telling you this Sounds because we have, we have that data. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm telling you this because we have that data. Mm. Very, very, very involved. They, like, they want their brand to look nice, to come out well mm. to present like they are they are committed right so that when you see those patterns you know that there's there, there's now a shift mm. from where we used to be towards where um where we yeah, should yeah, be right like, so i mean irrespective of all the bad news mm. and what's going on you can see um progress exactly okay yeah. so let's let's look at some of the characteristics you would then find in the business that is doing well so what are those things you would see in a business that is doing well that you can pick pick out and say, okay, this this makes a good business? Um, so I tell people one thing, it depends on, it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. Right. Let's start with the basics. So the basics is that you have to have paying customers. <laughs> right? For me and for anybody, right? Okay. Uh-huh. When you talk about people about your business, the first question anybody will ask you, which is the first question I will ask you is where is the money? Mm. And when I ask you where when, when I mean when I ask the question where is the money, I'm literally saying who is gonna pay the money? right and that is the first thing is there someone out there Hmm. that is willing to pay for what this business has to offer Hmm. at a price that it will pay you as a business owner Mm -hmm. and probably pay that person as a business owner 
that is the first that, that is the first that is the thing. basic that is the basic <laughs> if that is not there there's no business mm. it's just charity mm. so if that is not there there's no business when you when you finish answering that question then it now becomes how often these people that are willing to pay how often will they be paying mm. are they going to pay once a year or they'll pay like five times a year or they pay once and they never pay again, again. you ask those questions and then finally the business owner do you have the domain knowledge do you have a fantastic team that can do it do you have a team that that can take this from point point zero to point one million right mm. so those are you know those are very critical critical question and in all of this you've seen that we've not said anything about the idea yeah because everyone everyone has an idea, idea. <laughs> exactly so we've not said anything. ideas are very important to you yeah don't get me wrong but um you need to ask the questions about can this thing become sustainable can this thing become big so eventually again how big is the market okay how big can this how big can this become mm. right mm. and sometimes it's not even bad if there's no market at all in the beginning there are certain products that when they were launched it's not something people were already using so you could they, you couldn't have been able to do uh, market research to say this is the number of possible mm. uh, outcomes, outcomes we can get right. typical example is a personal computer when it was mm. created there was no one using it right yeah. and there was no market literally there was no market for it so there was just an assumption that people would use this mm. because people would eventually use does it this. always work uh, but exactly so um, which is the difference between technology startups and regular start regular businesses a lot of big technology startups were founded in markets where in the beginning there was no market mm-hmm. right D- there was no data there was nothing no one was doing it right and they were found however there would you there will be patterns that can show that oh there are chances there mm. i mean if you take uber as a typical example yeah when uber or start if you get if you eat the road before uber you will wave on the street on the street of new york and you know the, the taxis will keep passing no, by know, until you eventually find one, one that can stop for you or you get a phone and mm. then call and then somebody comes to pick it mm. so there's a pattern that people were, were used to using certain things and but when Uber was 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 introduced. going was introduced, it wasn't as though we had already said, "Oh, okay, yes, there's data there." Another example is Airbnb, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If anybody told me, say, fifteen years ago, that I would stay in a stranger's house, <laughs> people I don't know, no. and I would feel comfortable and sleep well, I definitely wouldn't have. But, you know, I just saw that app this week. Oh. <laughs> but guess what? I have used this app every now and then. In fact, mm. I still use it last year. You know, I used like four, you know, five months ago. <laughs> so like, and we are now staying in strangers' houses, mm. and then we are even housing strangers in our own house, right? So again, there may not be a market, mm. but is there a need? Need, right? There may not be an existing market, but is there a need um, that? Okay, one important question I should ask you. Somebody actually sent it to me in the course of the week, so I just noted it here that I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, so the person said that with the BlackBerry story, what lessons can you pick out from it? Okay, so... Let, let's go uh, into BlackBerry now. What, yeah, what lessons? Um, <laughs> last month, I was, I was online and I saw a BlackBerry advert. 
no it was i think two months ago mm. i saw i saw blackberry advertising that people should download blackberry messenger okay. i saw a blackberry google ad mm. banner ad and i paused i was like what <laughs> blackberry since when and then last month they sent out in i think another guy they're shutting mm. down or something yeah. Which is quite similar to Nokia's story. Mm. But, I mean, Nokia is trying to come back. They're yeah, trying to bounce back, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that killed Blackberry is that they were too sure of their own innovation. Mm. Now, one of the lessons that we should all learn as business owners, no, mas- no matter how innovative you are, mm. is that something b- bigger and better than you coming may come someday mm. and you have two options you either create it and if you are not the one that, cre- that created it you should ride on it mm. right so blackberry literally started the smartphone um they actually advanced that technology yes to make it available for all of everyone us. but it was closed mm. You could get iPhone and everything and all, but BlackBerry's technology was closed. And they had fantastic services on it. I would n- I never ever forget BlackBerry BBM. Hmm. Right? The BlackBerry Messenger. Yeah. It was a thing. I mean, when you give your pin to people, you are you, you are literally saying, Yeah, I'm on I I'm on that, I'm in, I'm in that court. <laughs> you know. And we could all chat over hmm. the telecom um, services. Space, yeah. Which means you don't need to send you know, you're not paying for the message. Mm, mm. So it was unique, right? Fortunately, for pe- for the customers, because BlackBerry was, was literally closed. Mm. Um, you have to have a BlackBerry, BlackBerry to be able to, to assess the And you know, you know, back then, people started doing different kind of spin-offs. So mm. there was there was Nimbus. Yes. There was um, I mean, there was sev- several, several other apps. Except that, that people were trying to, you know, do something that is. From your phone to this phone. Mm. While that was going on, there was also the Android revolution. And I will address that. Sometimes, what will change your business may not even be what you have built. Mm. It could be what someone else has built. So, Google bought an Android. And they were like, you know what? For the first time, we are going to open source um, operating systems for phones. Okay. Which means, if you can actually manufacture a phone, mm. you don't need to think of software. And you know, those days we used to laugh at Chinese phones. Yeah. Because they had hardware, <laughs> yeah. but no software. Mm. So the phones could be fantastic, two SIM, radio, TV, and all that. But this phone can... That's true. You know, these phones, they couldn't do anything apart from those things. Mm. The, the softwares, the, the interface they were looked all there, so tacky. But... And, and then... Android went live, mm. which means that anyone that can manufacture a smartphone that can sort out the hardware side of the business can easily onboard Android. And that made it moved, you know, smartphones from being a product mm. to being a platform. Interesting. Now, Blackberry didn't see that. They were more of nowhere. We own this space. You know, we own this space. Own Which it. was the same error that Nokia did. They also had the Symbian um, 
operating system for their phones and they were like no we own this mm. right samsung was smart they yanked off their operating system and they started the galaxy mm. series they immediately as an onboarded um android and everybody went that way and Nokia and and um blackberry were like no our users will use these we're special we're unique <laughs> and everything and before anyone could say jacobinson mm. the entire world has moved to um they've got to android to, side and unfortunately <laughs> WhatsApp was there, mm. which onboards us using our phone numbers as it gives our BBP. BBP. And immediately everyone started moving off. In fact, what first started happening was that the people with um, um, what um, BBM, yeah. Blackberries, people stopped pinging. They have moved to another app, they have moved to WhatsApp. <laughs> exactly. So they stopped pinging you. And, you know, everyone has moved. And at a point in time, your your BlackBerry is not even fashionable again. enough. Yes. So the function is not there. The uh, the aesthetics is not there. Mm. The fashion is not there. So people so. just started dumping, dumping <laughs> them. You know. And I mean, it's a lesson, right? Yes, it is a lesson. You you don't have to build the innovation that will scale your mm. business. Mm. We uh, we love that techno. We all did. Mm. Like I bought the techno phone last year. If anyone had told me. Four years ago, that you mean you buy a techno We used to call those phones chinko. Yes, now. And then, before we, before right before our eyes, these they guys morphed. They transformed. They transformed because they figured out hardware. They just put Android on their on their, and they moved. Mm. Again, you don't have to be the one to build what will scale your business. Okay, you don't have to be the one <laughs> that will mm. build up to scale your business. And okay? more importantly, the thing that will kill your business sometimes may not look like you. May it may not, not even like look it. like a competition. Okay, may look like what though? It may not look. It may. It may not even look like a competition. Typical mm. example: Android is software. It's killing. It's killing hardware businesses. Mm. Right. Hold on to that thought. Let's go for a break. We'll be back. <laughs> like you. Unago bon Oh boy, Charlie, don't marry you. See, I see him and your wife, they shine like tear rubber. But before the baby grief for my man, Charlie, eh, my guy toast to tire. Morning and night, eh, they drop lyrics for phone like say tomorrow, no day. With him plenty credit for MTN Better Talk. Naim, MTN Con, they give 30 MB data for only 15 naira. Now, so Charlie followed the baby bumper to bumper for Facebook and WhatsApp. Plus, everywhere for internet. Tell her, Auntie Con finally grief for him, government. Eh. <laughs> With 30 MB data for only 50 naira on top MTN Better Talk. Everybody they jolly say MTN Better Talk just the better they go. Just for you. Text B30 to 131 to the chocolate internet for MTN. <coughs> Hello. Is this microphone working? Okay. If we had the name of our group, this is for you. Sweet Boy Association, Seven Queen, Beard Gang, Hotel Children, Clapback Squad, Hekehe, Savage King, and Queen. Insta Business Owner, Team National, Dati. I woke up like this. Listening to me carefully. With 200 Naira, you can hop in 1GB on Instagram. With empty hand, Insta Beach Bundle. Are you listening to this? 1Gigabyte on Instagram for only 200 Naira. Wow. Star 4 is 0 Ash to get started. Data make it better just for you. You gotta get up. You gotta get up and make a move. 
Yeah, welcome back. It's still Dream City on Lag Radio 103.1 FM. And I am learning and having fun with Oluyomi Ojo. We're talking business relevance in 2019. The phone numbers to call. I'm sorry, I've not really given out the numbers, but um, 081 3 I'll take that again. 081 0129111031. So those are the numbers to call. We can call any of the lines, and then if you have questions for him, we can call to ask a question. You could just call to give a comment or contribute to the to the show, or you can call to just shout out to him. All right. So it's still our interview segment. So let's look at Pintivo now. Let's look yeah. at how Pintivo has fared over the years. Um, not not forgetting that gradually prints are beginning to go out of. Um, I like to understand. So let's, I know, let's I know. Okay, so how yeah. have you been able to innovate Printivo to get to that point whereby you know um, you're, you're still you're still like topping the printing industry and nothing has changed. You guys are not moved. You're not you're not shaking. You're just like one man's arm. We are moved. <laughs> we are moved by ourselves. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, tell us about it. Um. So when we started Printivo five years ago, we are a printing company first and foremost. But okay. we are more of a technology company mm. than a printing company. And when we started Printivo, we, we, are, we had just one vision. Now, the vision is still what we keep. To make print super easy for mm. our customers. Now, it doesn't matter how we do it, right? But this is the vision. We want anybody, anywhere to be able to order anything. Okay. That is print-related and have it shipped to you across Africa. But starting with Nigeria. Okay. And we've been able to do that over the last five years the numbers have also shown that our customers are happy mm. and we've grown you know we've grown um, exponentially um but more importantly your second question about print being faced out i get asked this question a lot a lot um so every time a new technology comes out for all the time that has been innovations around the media industry okay it has always been predicted Mm. that print will die <laughs> by the way print is the oldest form of yeah. mass communication yes right mm. and so when radio came people were like finally we can now voice out our communication mm. the end of print mm. but print did not die and then tv came and people were like ah we, we have see. audio we have visuals <laughs> the end of print Mm. and print is still standing and then the internet came and people were like finally this is the killer well we are still there we are still here and we, i need to tell you why okay. because print is the only form of communication that is tangible mm. that you can hold that you can keep mm. right so when you say print prints there is a decline yes print media decline the newspapers yeah. and the rest and the reason is pretty simple because what you hold is not what what holds the value it's the content that is inside okay. so if you hold a newspaper the newspaper is valueless without the content and so the moment technology moved that content elsewhere and that you could hold your phone mm. right or your tablet and you could get the same content right the need for the physical 
newspapers started declining. But you see, when you move to commercial printing, mm. which is market and print to build your business, to, to push your business, it's not going anywhere. You are still going to put label on your products, mm. whether internet or no internet. Right? That's true. I'm in this room now and mm. I can see branded t shirts. Mm. Internet <laughs> or no internet, right? Mm. You are branded the wall of this studio. Mm. Internet or, or no, no internet. internet, right? Gift items, mm. internet or no internet. I give up. To be, to be very <laughs> candid, right? The internet has helped to scale that industry, mm. to grow faster. And you see, the technological innovation happening in that industry today has never happened before. Mm. You know, there was a time that you can't even print on demand. You know, you have to have set up costs and then before you start printing. Yeah. So they say you can't print a unit, you can't mm. print one mug, you can't print. Print is now getting personalized. And that is the beauty of it. Comfort can sit at the comfort of ours and say, oh, I want a mug with my picture on it. And you can order it. Mm. So it's not about emotion, it's about tangibility not about what the newspapers have to offer and by the way physical books mm. now sell more than ebooks yes so true. that is true very exactly true. <laughs> so like i said those that promise that technology will kill things they've already accepted that it can't kill you that it can't kill you. <laughs> thank you thank you so much yeah. <laughs> okay so finally i wanted to say something to that young man in unilag in moremi hostel so that was the moment hostel to that, to that young lady in Milan Bezos, still on us. To the young man outside there, to the young lady outside there, say something to them who are you know struggling at this moment with their business. Tell them something. Okay, do you want to say the truth? Yes, the truth. The honest truth. The honest, the honest, okay. honest, honest truth. So, um, I tell young people and also friends and everyone that we are not all cut out to be entrepreneurs, and it's not a must for us to be. Mm. Uh, it is very, very okay to be a nine to five career person mm. very very okay don't let anybody sell the idea that if you work for anybody you are building their dream to you don't buy it, it is bullshit mm. keep it in 100 right mm. reason is this we are all not caught out of it entrepreneurship is fantastic but it is over glamorized mm. and then the challenges inside are not being communicated so people get into it because they, they feel like they want to be their own bosses Mm. And in the end, when you now get into you know realize that only G's, I'm actually servant in chief, mm. not <laughs> not my own bosses, because you're going to have investors, you're going to have customers, you're going to have the. Mm. In fact, you're literally working for your employees. Mm. So, if the reason why you want to be an entrepreneur is because you want okay. to be your own boss, mm. I have bad news for you. Does you will never be your own boss, <laughs> right? So, and, and it's important we have that honest conversation, mm. you know, with ourselves. The truth is bitter, but well, it has to be spoken to somehow. The businesses you build, some fantastic people are the nine to five piece people mm. that will work in those businesses. Mm. So, let us appreciate what they do. Interesting. Let yeah. us, we, we don't have time, but in 30 seconds, tell yeah. me, what does self-actualization mean to you? In 30 seconds. Um, I think for me, it's being able to wake up every day. I know that the things I build make people happy and it gets them food. Okay, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I had an amazing time talking to you. I have run out of time and I have to go. Thank you so much. And to everyone that listened to the show, thank you and have an amazing weekend. Bye. Everybody's got their own damn problem. So everybody's trying to find their way.